We are I. Good morning, everybody. Standard time, 5.18 a.m. on this Tuesday morning. You know, I talk about this every once in a while, and I haven't really got into it for a bit, but it it's just becoming so mainstream, and, and I laugh at it because, um, again, it's one of those things I've been doing for, for years now, and just hearing the stories and hearing people's interpretations of it. Um, the ice bath, you know, sitting in the cold water. Now, anybody who follows me on Instagram or has listened to this podcast for a while knows I've been doing the ice bath for probably, oh, what would it be, four years now, like consistently, and I love it. It's one of those things where I don't do it every day and not by choice. If I could do it every day, I would just some days, you know, like when I'm traveling, um, I have a hard time, you know, obviously finding access to something like that, and uh, yeah, like it, it's just, it's such an experience. And I know now, like the more the more days I take off in between, it's amazing the apprehension that I still feel after all these years to be able to get into that tank. Now, our tank is a little bit different. Like we custom designed this tank. It's a you know like a, basically like a stainless steel barrel on the side that has um, a refrigerated you know inside. It's double walled. It's insulated. The refrigeration's on the inside, so. It actually chills the water down itself. You don't have to put any ice in it. We do um, just because there's something about those ice cubes floating around inside that tank that just just add to it. And um, but the apprehension, you know, just thinking about getting in, especially on a cold day, a cold day that's a little bit windy, you know, maybe even a cold day that's a little bit wet or a combination of both, which happens routinely out here at this time of year. You know, I pull up and. I look outside and I just see the tank sitting there and it, it's just like an unmovable force. It's like a mountain to me in my mind. You know, I look at it and it's this big stainless steel barrel on this little cart with wheels so we can move it around and it looks like an old World War II bomb that's thing that's being converted. It just has a real interesting look to it. And it's just, my mind thinks it's the most nasty thing. You know, but I know the health benefits of sitting there. I know how much better I feel singing. I I really contribute a lot of my success being able to stave off injury and sickness and, you know, be able to stay mentally clear and have the outlooks that I do on life because I do things like sitting in the tank regularly. You know, but my mind fights it. When I think about going in in the sauna, I always just know there's going to be this point where my heart rate gets, my baseline heart rate gets so high, you just really start to feel uncomfortable in your own skin, like like anxiety kicks in. And, you know, same thing with the hot tub. You just get so hot and your heart rate gets so high that it's just tough to be able to sit in there. But it's not. There is absolutely no apprehension like what there is sitting in the tank. Like even when I know I'm not going to sit in the ice bath, I can walk by it. And I can feel that that apprehension kick in. But the one thing that I do know about that when I'm walking over there, when I'm geared right down and I'm walking over there with the 
same pair of shoes that I wear that's allocated to my tank shoes. You know, I'm walking there and, you know, I'm kind of getting everything ready, getting my timer organized. Again, eight minutes is always locked in in the mind. It's what I go for. You know, I know it's going to be minus two, minus three degrees. And I climb up those little stairs. I take that breath and it's just, it's like my mind is saying like, Blake, this is one more opportunity. This is an opportunity to be able to take a step back because why are you doing this? And I put my hands on the side of the tank and I look down and I see those big chunks of ice and ice cubes sitting in there. And I'm like, oh, okay. But I know this is the what in my mind. I, I know this in my mind. The more that I think about this moment, the more that I actualize this moment, the more that this moment becomes real to me, the less likely I am to get in. So I just have to not think, I just have to do Stop thinking, just react. Sometimes you just need to react in life. Sometimes you just need to do in life and think less and do more because that's what's ultimately going to help. You just have to get in both feet. And the one thing that I do know is the worst is when you sit there and you kind of dance the ankles in up to the knees, up to the hips, up to the chest, and then you eventually sit down. It's like, no, when you commit, when the first toe goes in, your shoulder's deep. That's it. Get in there, get to the shoulders. You make that first 30 seconds to a minute till the skin numbs up a little bit, till the capillaries close, and you know it's like that little bit of a blanket that's been wrapped around you. And all of a sudden, you shift a little bit, and you lift your arm, and that cold water gets into the armpit where it just hasn't been exposed, and you're just like, whew, that's the real temperature in here. But after that first 30 seconds to a minute, that, not even that that it's that bad. It's just you feel the cold water for that first 30 seconds to a minute. But in the mind, it's like it's never as bad as what your mind was trying to convince it to be right before you got in. The apprehension, the feelings around the apprehension are never or always as bad or always worse than what it is to actually just get in and do it. When I'm sitting there in that first 30 seconds to a minute, it's like, why did I try to convince myself that this would be difficult? Why did I try to convince myself that I didn't want to do this? Like, why? Like, what was the point behind that? Like, this is, this is real right now. This is real. Like, I have an opportunity to be able to sit here and just relax, but my mind was trying to play tricks on me for the last maybe two, three, five, ten, thirty minutes before I got in here. And then after that, it's a breeze. The other day I was sitting in there and I was playing on my phone and just checking my day and logging things in my calendar, checking emails, flipping through Instagram posts, you know, most likely taking a selfie. You know, all of a sudden I looked at my watch, it was like nine minutes and 30 seconds. And I was like, oh, I guess it's time to get out. Because like eight minutes, I always find my mark because the one thing I also do know is later on the day, like religiously almost 12 hours later on the dot, like my energy plummets hard, super hard. Like I just, I have to go to bed. I can't go to bed fast enough when I sit in the tank, especially over eight minutes. Five minutes, it doesn't even affect me at all. Eight minutes, I just drown myself later in the day trying to survive until that last couple hours to bedtime. You know, every single time. But hearing people's stories about how they, you know, they make it like 
30 seconds. He can't get past the knees, won't even sit down, you know, just the sight of it. And I hear this, I've seen this with my own eyes, but I've witnessed it and heard it all through multiple different accounts from different demographics and that cold, like we are so programmed, our our mind, the narratives we've believed in, just talk us out of that cold, like you should never be in it, like there's no benefit to be in it, that you're crazy to be in, that you're going to get hypothermia, that all of these things, and I realized the impact it's had on our mind because there are so many physiological benefits to getting into that cold. But you just hear like, oh, my first time, I only made it 30 seconds. Like all oh, the whole time I'm saying it's just absolutely brutal. I'm like, all of these things I just don't understand because they never happened to me. Like when I'm sitting there, it's actually, I don't find it to be brutal at all. It's just relaxing. Now, could I stay in there as long as I can stay in the sun or the hot tub? No. But it's a different kind of effect. Like you're not going to. But I actually don't find it to be that bad. But it's a gateway into our mind, how we be able to perceive things in different situations in life, because we are told it's uncomfortable to be cold. We are told that you shouldn't be in cold. When we're, we're told when you're cold, put on a jacket, turn up the heat, throw another log on the fire. Like we should never manifest or marinate in cold. But there's so much benefit. There's so much benefit to being cold and being in the cold from the enhanced immune system to the cold shock proteins, the anti-inflammatory effect, the norepinephrine, the tightening of the cells, the converting conversion of white fat cells into brown fat cells. Some of them have a little mitochondria, a little power plant to be able to energize the body. Useful fat. We're not told to value in these things. If there's no value being in the cold, we wouldn't have not only one, but two, three, four, five great physiological effects from going in the cold. And it's so new that we don't even know the power of being in the cold yet. We're really trying to now come and turn the, the cheek and turn the, the conceptual part in our mind, understand and value being in the hot and how it's prescribed now as an antidepressant because it's far better than any SSRI. And the cold is going to be exactly that same way. So we've got to open up our minds. We have to open up our minds to realize that the everything that we need is right around us. And sometimes we have to change our perception of it because we've been indoctrinated into thinking a certain way. But we can't deny this. We can't deny that that nature really does have the ability to be able to heal what ails us in every category because we are a biological entity. And we can turn to nature. And these are some prime examples of even though we can go in kicking and screaming, that nature will heal us. And we have that opportunity if we can open up our mind and open up our heart and open up our soul, open up our our being, our actual biological being and just say like, hey, the world around us can heal us, but just not the world that we've created now. The world, the real world, the natural world has the opportunity to be able to correct everything that ails us. The cold, the warm, everything. So my question for you today is are you willing, are you willing to appreciate and love the cold? 